often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 173. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht. And the Muffin Man sitting here just... I'm getting down to this head. shit. This, this is the... The, the uh, intro. Fuck yeah. Over... <laughs> you've heard this over a hundred times. Well, tonight it just hit me. It just hit you? It, you it just got into the me. groove? <laughs> just got it. It's finally getting into the groove. You know. I want to go Raven now. You want to go Raven? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a rave. Rave. Or, or a club. I've been to a few. No. Yeah, but I didn't. It's not like I was on X. You didn't or go acid for the same reasons that I would have gone for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> but again, I didn't go for the the right reasons. I went because my friends were going. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I go. I wanted to hang out with my friends. <laughs> they were going to raves. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's okay. It's all right. You can you can say that you you, you went. I mean, you don't have to make I don't, excuses. I don't have to roll. <laughs> I was reading some article about like the new generation, and the, I, there's some big deal about how this the there's a a new generation of raving, and they're they're better than the old school. Or something. Well, that's how it always is, man. Yeah, you get the new ones in, of course they're better. Like, but what what was their argument is why they were better? Like, I, I'm uh, not sure why their I just, drugs are better. Or? Probably, they don't have an argument. <laughs> They're just young and hence <laughs> better. <laughs> I guess the uh, raves don't get you know like busted like they used to. So yeah. Hmm. Well, they used to be at fucking abandoned places out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I was out at one in Owensville. <laughs> like uh exactly yeah or maybe it was like on the outskirts of owensville it was around owensville but it was like in some big ass field yeah <clears throat> it was a pretty big one though i don't really remember a whole lot about i would that. i would venture to say that they're probably a lot more straight laced than like the ones in the 90s too hmm like usually uh you go to a rave in like the 90s you end up taking a bunch of ecstasy and then it just turns into a big orgy. <laughs> that sounds kind of like a fun, like fun. So like what's it like now? Like I said, like today, it's I think the core is more straight laced. So, <coughs> so no orgies. Well, not that, like back then too. It didn't. Everybody's so like it's all about the DJ and stuff now too. So it's all music based stuff now. Whereas before, it didn't really matter. You know, like Lords of Acid was playing, and like their whole shtick was, you know, it was it was very sexual. I got stuff you. like smack stuff like smack my bitch up, you know, mm. stuff like that. That was back in the day. Fuck me in my asshole. Smack my bitch up. Smack my. Yeah, yeah, I recall that. <laughs> yes. Everything was like all the music was like drug based and sex based. Like Lords of Acid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the name of the the like uh, Lords of Ass's biggest album is Rough Sex. So, mm. 
I don't that's see where. Much like the, I was gonna say it's pretty much the lyrics of the song too. It's like rough sex. I'm talking about deep sex. Rough. Now, do they mean like in the back of a Volkswagen or? I think they mean well. That, that's the whole point. Like wherever <laughs> you can get rough, deep sex. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like in the asshole. Yeah. All right. Just call me Joey. Whatever's call me Donnie. Whatever's open. Whatever's open. You can fit it in a hole. That was it. <laughs> but now, like the music is more. It's 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 weird. It's like more based around uh, like go to school, you know. <laughs> well, hell, most of the music too. Like there's not there's not really <laughs> lyrics to that stuff. There's just. No, but the message, like, it, I mean, that's the whole thing of, like, raving and stuff like that, is these guys have, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, if you pick up their albums, stuff like that, and read it. Yeah. Who does now, that today, anymore? Yeah, no shit. Today, <laughs> like, it's what? like that. Well, I mean, you get the shit, I'm just saying in general, like, it, you still get that stuff where you download it or whatever, you're still getting that stuff. And kids read that, so they're like, oh, this guy's awesome, and he's... Yeah. He went to Harvard, you know. Stay that, in that's school. Be cool. Instead of like tune in, DJ, tune out. And this DJ went to Harvard, and he's got an education. Whereas before, it was just some you know homeless guy picked up a fucking you know electronic mute. You know, it's just like okay, now we're going to talk about fucking each other in the ass. Mm. Now it's all about equality and everything else. Definitely like. The well, if you are going to be talking about fucking in the ass, you should really bring up equality. Unless you're in Russia, then you should probably keep your mouth shut, and probably not fuck anything in the ass. <laughs> not <laughs> another big thing too. Like in the when raves first started, like the core music wasn't even you know from North America. It was very European rave and stuff like that. Yeah, where they're having soap parties and shit, and then Rammstein. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still want to go now, to a Rammstein show, man. Now the core is all, it's pretty much North American. I want to go to a Rammstein show, but I'm scared to go to a Rammstein show. Would you be sitting in the I've very seen back? It's not. I mean, Would I've you seen actually get out there in the middle? I, well, I wouldn't want to be involved in any kind of pit. I, I would be afraid to. No, that, there's the true experience right there, <laughs> Yeah, buddy. that would be like the experience. I'd love to get hit by the cock cannon that uh <laughs> one of the many cannons that they have that are shaped well, like a dick you definitely want to get up there in front then uh but uh <laughs> i'm afraid what happens at the front of a <laughs> and hold on to that rail like a motherfucker yeah yeah <clears throat> i gotta wear the uh the rape axe for for men no. it's just like the shove that thing in my asshole it's got teeth in it there you go. You go to a Rammstein show. You go. You go there with a condom on and a cork in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more worried about that than going back to a, like a hardcore gay bar, man. Going to a Rammstein show because they're also German. You know, Germans are fucked up. <laughs> and, and, well, that's, that's a good example. Like we went to that bar. To JJ's. The music that they were. The music that they were playing was like early '90s house music. Yeah. So, which is all about fucking. <laughs> Taking drugs and, <laughs> and fucking. And that's what they were doing. <laughs> so it worked out. <laughs> now it's all about revolution and, you know, fuck well, the man. Well, speaking of uh, the Germany being 
messed up and everything. It is interesting, fun fact, that uh, Mein Kampf is now uh, going to, well, in like a month, this is going to be public domain. So if you're looking for a good read, <laughs> I don't know about a good but, read. Uh, you that's what I talked to you earlier. You know, I was looking up just a couple months ago, the new ban list for books Yeah, came out for schools and universities. So that's not on the list. Really? Okay. But I can't imagine all the kids are really that is banned. Is on, yeah. Why the that's fuck a, is that banned? That's, that's one of the banned? new ones. Slaughterhouse Five, the Kurt Vonnegut book. Most of uh, most of great. Vonnegut's books are banned. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, they also added uh, Lord of the uh, uh, Lord of the Flies. I just a bunch they added where you're just like, what? That's messed up. I read fucking Slaughterhouse Five while I was going to school. <laughs> uh, Fahrenheit four uh, four fifty one is also banned now too. So yeah, which to me is like you're gonna ban that, but not mine, Tom. I mean, <laughs> that, I, I don't know if you're you know if, if you guys are familiar with Fahrenheit four fifty one and what it's about. Is that the uh, that was made into a movie, books. wasn't it? Yeah. The uh, Ray Bradbury. Basically, yeah. there's no more books. It's illegal to read a book. It's like contraband. Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah, my, they wouldn't. My comp is, is all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, basically, that book, the book is about, you know, it, the, the subtext is really about, like, World War Two and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, they probably don't bother to ban Mein Kampf because, like, who, what fucking kid is going to go out and read Mein Kampf? Like, that, it is 800 pages. I mean, it's a good book if you just want a nice little read, get yourself a nice bottle of wine and, you know, spend the next two weeks reading. Well, like, get you some good Nazi education. Slaughterhouse Live is across the board, too. So that's elementary through uh, university. So and university? Why the fuck would a university ban that? That's fucked up. Now you can read it. You know, yeah, you can't. But like, there's, yeah, there's no teaching about it or anything. Yeah, you won't find it in the that. library and library. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> what are they trying to like hide? Because he talks about Dresden and shit in there. They don't. Where they want to deny that we carpet bomb the shit out of Germany? Just areas where there's nothing but civilians is that what they're trying to hide i don't i don't get it <laughs> well to me like whenever you you know these lists come out every few years of new banned books if you look at like a lot of the material in the books it's a, it's like a way of wiping history out yeah so we won't teach these kids you know? <laughs> a lot of his books do talk about dresden because kurt vonnegut was at dresden whenever it got bombed I guess that could be a good reason why they would get rid of that. But <laughs> and, you know, the band movie list for schools came out. It always comes out at the same time too, and some of those were ridiculous. I was like, oh my god, just <laughs> like bad movies out there. But and it's not even that they're bad. You know what I mean? Like I could see like a school being like, okay, no more Toxic Avenger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's like it's like no more Full Metal Jacket. Mm. We're not sure that you know. Nope. Well, yeah. Well, that kind of paints uh, you know military life life is a not very good picture. You know, it's 
you don't want the kids that are potential military, you know, soon to be military, seeing shit like that. That kind just reminded me. I just, uh, I just seen a list like on Facebook. It was like the top twenty uh, abandoned movie sets that are still there. Oh yeah. And that's one of them is the Full Metal Jacket, where the set where they uh, kill the sniper. Mm. Where did they film that it's, at? It's it, well, Stanley Kubrick. It's in England. Ah. Well, I, I thought <laughs> like maybe everything. they they went to uh, like Philippines or something. No, no. The only mm. time is uh, the base that they're on for the uh, basic training. That's yeah. Can't remember the name of that one, but yeah, he, they actually filmed that there. But the rest of the movies all, I mean, all of his movies after he moved to to England, they're all shot in England. <clears throat> like even Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. I'm sure, uh, you know, I don't know if Hersey's told the story on here or not, but at that time, you know, that's where, where he lived. And he remembers them shooting that. And they made parts of England look like New York, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty interesting. Oh, uh, the other one I was going to say is the abandoned or the wrecked train scene from The Fugitive. Yeah. Where he, you know, gets off the bus and shit in the handcuffs. That's in North Carolina. That set is still there. <laughs> nice. So there's just a big wrecked but, train? <laughs> yeah, there's just a big wrecked train and a bus. And that's all, you know, it's got, it's overgrown and everything, but still there. It's, you know. I, I get some of them just because they're big, elaborate sets. There's another one in uh, England, uh, uh, Batman, 1989. Yeah. That set, still there. Gotham City, still there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was gonna, I get stuff like that because it's, it's so big and you can make money off it after the yeah. fact. But like the North Carolina, just a, a, like three wrecked train cars and an old bus still sitting <laughs> in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I was watching. One ones, or, I was gonna say that's that's one of the ones too that they chase people away from. So I mean, it's like it's not even like they're hey, this is from the fugitive. Well, they could probably if it's overgrown and shit, they're probably worried about getting sued if somebody gets hurt out there. That's what I mean. Like if you're not, you know, then <laughs> Maybe, pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, uh, spend the money on somebody to run people off. Yeah. Well, oh, there. Yeah. I was watching a documentary on uh, Back to the Future. And they had uh, the original, I I think it was the one from the original movie, the DeLorean. Well, they had several of them, DeLoreans they used for it, but like the they had one of the original cars that they had uh, in uh, Universal uh, Studios had the, uh, or well, the theme park, they had the uh, uh, original car there and they didn't main keep it maintenance or anything and it was just kind of like it wasn't really uh <laughs> it was outside they just left it there and <laughs> it just like went to shit <laughs> like really bad like people had you know taken stuff off it and like uh nobody was like watching after it at all that's even, that's even worse because that's in a theme park <laughs> yeah but they ended up like somebody like had seen this and you know loved Back to the Future and these guys that like redid cars and shit like they they uh, got a chance and they allowed them to like redo it. Now it's like uh, I might even be in a museum now. I'm not sure, but it might still be at the theme park. But they have it. You know, it's all in glass and shit now. But, like they like restored it to like ex- look exactly like it did in the movie. 
But <laughs> yeah, that is shit. Like such a huge movie like that to just like have something like that and just like nah. <laughs> the full metal jacket one gets me too because that is a huge set, and it's just sitting there. It's not like they give tours or anything. No, it's yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> You would think that that land, you know, would be worth something, too, that they would just want to tear that shit down. I guess, and... I guess that's what I'm more surprised by. Like, you're just leaving it. This, this, okay. <laughs> I mean, I get it, you know, if they're going to make money off of it. Yeah. <clears throat> you would think, too, the longer they would wait to get rid of something like that, the more harder it's going to be to, like, tear something like that down. More of a bitch to clean up if there's, like, stuff <laughs> growing over it and... <laughs> yeah, that that full metal jacket set looks like it. Okay, like, okay, cut, and they haven't touched it since. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like the props are still laying. There's like, you know, fake guns and shit laying on the ground. Is there any uh, severed there. limbs? <laughs> <laughs> like a dead body or something? No, I'm just saying, like, all that shit is just sitting there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I guess it's paid for. But... <laughs> well, I'm sure they overpaid for that shit. That movie came out in like '87 or some shit. So yeah, so it was probably started, and it was a Stanley Kubrick movie, so it probably took him what several years to make the fucker. <laughs> yeah. So there was probably like, yeah, mid '80s when that was <laughs> constructed. And that's like a big. Part of the movie, too, is that whole scene, you know, where they're fucking advancing on that sniper. Yeah. So I could see if they were going to, okay, this is what, you know, stand right here in the in the tower. <laughs> Movie's just not the same, though, after after the boot camp and you don't get Arlie Army anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like two different movies. Yeah. As soon as you hear the fucking, you know, the the... Vietnamese horror. It's like a whole different movie stuff. <laughs> Tubuku, Tubuku. <laughs> oh, GI. <laughs> Five dollar, don't you holla? Yeah. I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> Makes me think of that South Park episode when uh, Cartman thought he was a Vietnamese prostitute. Mei Ling, I think, is the name he <laughs> He had. They had him write the boy, bowl. Such a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it must be amazing to work on that show. That's just Speaking of movies, sets, and shit, though, the the uh, house from Nightmare on Elm Street just yeah. went for sale. Oh, man, I bet that's a pretty penny. That's like two point something million. Oh, well, well, you know, maybe if but I get what, two friends to go in it with they me. Never, <laughs> they never used the inside of the house. It was yeah. all exterior shots. I gotcha. It's and from it the original? In, uh well, it was it, it was used in one and one and two. Okay, and then again in uh, <laughs> uh, is it New Nightmare? They used it again. I'm pretty sure it was New Nightmare. New Nightmare is the one where he comes out to the real world. Yeah, yeah, that's when they used it again. Right on, right on. Well, I, I think if yeah, we just get three like people together, stuff. I think we can we can go ahead and buy it. Just three. Two, yeah. yeah, $2 million, basically, for the house. Yeah. It's a nice house. Like, yeah. if you read the listing for it, it's got fucking uh, a pool and all kinds of shit. Yeah, uh, well, that's a lot of upkeep. I'm kind of out now. Pools are a pain in the ass. It's probably automated. 
imagine. For two for million, I would fucking hope. <laughs> it's not the first time. I've heard a lot of uh, those houses or like uh, famous people. Like uh, I believe like Kurt Cobain's like house went up for sale or something like that. And the people were asking. The house where he killed himself? Is uh, either that or his childhood home or something like that. Yeah. But I've heard of like these people that own them are just asking ridiculous amounts of money for it and nobody's budging on it just because, I mean, the house is like a two bedroom, maybe a half bath. <laughs> you know, they're just like pieces of shit, but yeah, a famous person been there. So it's probably the one when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine he had a pretty nice house whenever he offed himself. That was he had a lot of money at that point. Although he's yeah, still was, hanging uh, out with crackheads and shit, so I don't know. He wasn't the only uh, celebrity to live in that house either. There was plenty of people before him. Yeah. I uh I just uh, booked my uh flight and hotel for Ireland. The Deuce. My second trip. The Deuce. So that's that'll be uh, be happening again in April. So I guess we'll have to make another will. Awesome. Yep. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we do it this time. We got Are a one up done? roulette. Yes. <laughs> 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 it was gambling at first, and then got serious with roulette. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, as serious as one could get with, I guess, caps. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I guess we have to use real bullets next time. <laughs> Open the mouth, 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 Look down me. Maybe I'll I have to make some. A war, I'll have to make. Yeah, I'll have to make some uh, new purchases just for the will, the new will. This <laughs> is draw straws. Draw straws. <laughs> It'd be a lot of straws if we do it like we normally do and have that well, many we could items. Just do them over and over again. Yeah. One for each. It'd be interesting. This time I'm not flying into Dublin. Which is a little <laughs> it's a little bit more expensive to fly into Shannon, which is closer to where I'm staying for the marathon, but uh which is kind of a pain in the ass, but then I don't have to travel back and forth between Dublin and Galway, so I don't know, it might even out a bit. So I'm going to hopefully kiss the Blarney Stone this time. The what? The Blarney Stone. You never heard of that? That's like uh, a lot of people that go to Ireland. That's what, what they, they go do. They go there to kiss it. Yep. It's on a castle, on the side of a castle. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's in Cork. It's in Southern Ireland. Like, I'd have to actually. So you're going to go kiss it. a stone that. Probably millions. Yeah, of that, it does kind of bother me. But uh, <laughs> Maggie at work was like, d- the first time I went, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna be in like Southern Ireland. Well, like, was I, I, Maggie I was like, like, oh, you gotta go kiss this stone like, on the side of the castle. She wanted to do it really bad, but she's like, I'll never get to Ireland. And I was like, I got, I was like, I didn't think I'd ever What's go the back to Ireland. Behind it, though. Uh, all right, this is what Wikipedia has to say. It's a, it's a block of. Carboniferous limestone built into the battlements of Blarney's Castle. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Uh, 
Here's the the ritual. Okay, the ritual of kissing the Blarney Stone, according to the castle's uh, pro- proprietors, has been performed by millions of people. So yeah, there's some horrible germs here. You gotta like hang upside down. Like, check this picture out. <laughs> but uh, including uh, world statesmen, literary giants, and legends of the silver screen. So I mean, I uh, <laughs> imagine the lips that have been on this thing. The <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest whore of all time here. The kiss, however, is not casually achieved. To touch the stone with one's lips, the participant must ascend to the castle's peak, then lean over backwards on the parapet's edge. This is traditionally achieved with the help of an assistant. Although the the <laughs> parapet... Uh, I better have an assistant. Uh, <laughs> sounds dangerous. Although the parapet is now fitted with uh, wrought iron guard rail, or guide rails, and protective crossbars. The ritual can still trigger a tr- uh, attacks of acrophobia, uh, which I don't think I have, an extreme or rational fear of heights. Uh, for the s- an extreme or rational. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 it keeps going. But what to- uh, so basically, I'll right. Well, here, the le- here's where it talks about the legend. It is claimed that the, uh, the Blarney with empty flattery or beguiling talk Oh, you get that if you kiss it. Like, you get, uh... You get what? If you kiss it, you, uh... I guess you become more, uh... More, uh <laughs> like, charming, I guess. Is kind of what is supposed to happen. <laughs> you get your swerve on. And yeah. Maggie is dying to do that? Well, it's, like, all kinds of famous people have done it and shit. It's just, it's an old thing that... People have done it forever. This thing has been around since, you know, whatever it said here, seventeen what, 1700s or some shit? <laughs> well, I guess it's been longer than that. But, uh... So who started this lie? <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Uh, well, let's go back to the origin here. Uh... Oh, th- Shit. Yeah, the stories listed. Oh, wait, here we go. The proprietors of Barney Castle list several other explanations of the origins. Oh, I guess I just kind of skipped over one. Uh, an early story involves the goddess Clidona. Clid- <laughs> it's an Irish name. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Cormac Ladir McCarthy, the builder of the Blarney Castle, being involved in a lawsuit, appealed to Clidona for her assistance, she told McCarthy to kiss the first stone he found in the morning on his way to court, and he did so, with the result that he pleaded his case in great with great eloquence and won. Thus, the Blarney Stone is said to impart the ability to deceive without offending. I can see that why your buddy wants <laughs> to go there now. The one that had uh, is a felon? Oh. <laughs> well, he just... Uh, my buddy, uh, this is the deuce. Well, you're I was talking about here, to like Shelley about that, but uh, <laughs> he uh, he he just was bummed because he's like, I can't try. He didn't necessarily want to go to Ireland, but I think it was just we were talking about what one I wanted to become a. You don't know. I mean, a mail order groom uh-huh. <laughs> for some lucky Irish lady, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's basically what. There's several. I, there's one from the 1314 that uh, they have some shit. There's all kinds of different stories, I guess, as to where that originated from. 
There's a, yeah. But that's a big thing, is kissing a Blarney Stone. So basically, the gift of lying with uh, with charm, I guess. <laughs> I'll go what, find a pretty rock for you right now to kiss. to kiss. Yeah, it's charisma, basically, is what you, you achieve by kissing this Blarney Stone. Which I could use all the charisma I could get. Mm. I want some a pretty mouth. No, me go find your rock. It won't help my charisma <laughs> if I kiss your rock. I want to kiss a rock that thousands and possibly millions of people have kissed. I'll just lie to you. <laughs> I wonder if they like disinfect it after every kiss. Or I don't think so. I doubt I don't think it. So. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm. Which just does worry you me a little bit. Are going it? Tongue it. I'm going to tongue the Blarney <laughs> Stone. Tongue it. Get some extra charisma <laughs> with that. It depends who kissed it last, because like I want you know, if it is some famous person in front of me, in front of me, I mean, I hey, might be like, hey, ooh, I might want to really go uh, at that there's thing. No, there's no sex in the champagne room, dude. There's no sex in the champagne room. Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe if like a Christopher Walken like kissed it right before me, like I'd really want to tongue it. I think you should just tongue it if you do it. <laughs> Probably like all black. It may and not nasty be good though to shit. have like Christopher Walken do that right now though. I mean, he's getting pretty old. What if they got like a Santa's, like, that. Uh, like a, a cleaning bar at right off to the side there, <laughs> like a process of cleaning? I just your thought mouth maybe like, they have something to spray it with, you know, a little something, a little Lysol, you know, the the AIDS cure. If they could just spray it with the AIDS cure, <laughs> throw some Mind Talk Nazi do on it. <laughs> You're just you're just kissing the stone. You're not bleeding. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if you get really. Well, I'm sick just saying. That. I'm just worried about a like a cold man. Like uh, I, I'm running a marathon. I don't want. Are you to gonna get... kiss the stone before or after? Well, before because I'm gonna leave right after. Well, the really, marathon. yeah, you should do it before because you know that you you know you'd have charisma. Yeah, because I I need that when I'm running <laughs> really far. <laughs> That guy's a hell of a runner, and he's loaded with charisma. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Make sure you bring a D20 with you. Maybe, yeah. right. Maybe if they uh, if they film a video like they did last year, this last uh, con marathon, uh, maybe I'll actually be in the video. I don't think they'll film another one, though, because they got a pretty good video. They'll probably just keep using that video. Imagine they probably don't want to keep paying like film crews because they had film crews like like following us every once in a while. I'd see a van with a camera because they were like shooting. Were you caught on camera? I know I was on camera, but I wasn't like on the video that they posted to the website. Well, fuck them. <laughs> That's because the guy that was filming you wasn't part of any. That's because I didn't kiss the stone. He's, he's got his own video right now. <laughs> Jerking He's off. Like, to oh, me. there's that guy. Yeah. There's that guy with the four leaf clover tattoos. There's the American. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck him in his ass tonight. Oh, he didn't kiss the Blarney Stone. <laughs> you can just tell. Maybe I'll get a different look to me, like after I kiss the stone. Like they say, you know, after people go to war and they've killed people, that they get that thousand yard stare. Maybe there's like a Blarney stare, you know? Like, oh, he's kissed the stone. I highly doubt it. And, like, that could, like, help my game, like, at bars. And then I'll probably just lose, you know, I'll I'll pick up a girl and then leave her at the cliffs of Moher. <laughs> or, you know, you meet a girl who's like, hey, I just 
made out with a, a stone that millions of people have uh, kissed. Do you yeah. want to make out? Mm. You can still taste the Blarney stone on my mouth. <laughs> I've yet to brush my teeth. I just want to uh, taste it for the rest of my life. <laughs> taste, taste the Blarney. Mm, taste the Blarney. <laughs> doesn't even sound like a good name that I would want to kiss. Blarney. Blarney. Oh, it sounds pretty hot to me. I want to get all up in. I want Blarney all up inside. Blarney me. would be nowhere near my mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna get you pregnant, Blarney. <laughs> you should say that. I'm gonna get yell you that out right Blarney. before you get down and kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do this. Now. I wonder if anybody stuck the tip on there. I was on a suggestion. <laughs> You're doing that if nobody's around. Yeah, but if there, there's an assistant to help me bend over. And, like, this is going to be difficult. If i got to bend over and stick my dick on it, that's going to be difficult. That assistant's <laughs> really going to have to help me out with that one. You should ask him, have you ever helped somebody put their dick on this? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to? Oh, boy. <laughs> Just the tip now. Just the tip. Let me look at first, and then I'm going to put my dick on it. Uh, so did you kiss the Blarney Stone? No, I fucked the Blarney Stone. I mushroom tipped the Blarney Stone. <laughs> I gave it a mushroom kiss. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just plopped it right on there. Then your dick would be a whore for sure. Yeah. I might. <laughs> I, just wait. I just see you waiting in line. You're like two guys away. What the fuck are you doing? I'm taking my pants down. Man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Doing this right. I'm getting ready to... I'm getting ready to kiss the Blarney Stone. Don't worry, you'll get your turn. Trust me, you'll like me after I kissed it. Hey, anybody behind me want to get in front of me real quick? (laughs) Now's your chance. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't, from the pictures though, it does not look like that's going to be a real good thing to do because if I have to bend over backwards and there's somebody holding me there, it's just not going to work out. So I don't think. I've seen travel shows where it's always like, the guy holding his girlfriend. You just tell him, he's like, I should drop this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have the guardrails now, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. So it, it should help. I wonder how many people died before they put up guardrails. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny, you know, this is like you're leaning over off of a ledge. It's at the top of this fucking castle. <laughs> like, uh, there, look, up, get, look up a video of it, Muffin Man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it'd be of best to look at a video. Because, like, these pictures, it's kind of hard to, to see. But I think that there's actual, like, a spot, like, there where you see, like, there's nothing. <laughs> like, below him. Like, he's literally hanging off the edge to click, kiss this thing. But I guess they didn't used to have these rails here, these metal poles that he's holding on to. I guess those didn't used to be there. Here, turn it more this way. I can't really see. Well, I guess even back in 1897, they at least had it. Uh, well, they they had some shit. So, they got some stuff there in case you fall now, it looks like. <laughs> like some that's bars like, and shit, well, but... That's a, it's green. What? Looks like there's vegetation down there. I think that's the blow that's gra- on the ground like there's the t- like that's a hole <laughs> you're looking at and you can see the, the grass from down good below vegetation down there though oh All yeah dead bodies <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> 
The stone is all black. It's not black. It's not fucking like the other stones. <laughs> oh, it is a little discolored from the rest of it. Yeah, it's a different stone. It's a little look at that. Yeah. That is <laughs> that's like black. It, that's, it's like it's a, a you can it's tell a dirty where the stone light is black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get charisma and you're not. <laughs> you're gonna catch a disease and I'm not. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I uh, I got the blarney. I got the blarney. That's why I can't walk anymore. <laughs> the running days are over. I kissed that fucking blarney stone. <laughs> it doesn't look like I'm gonna. It's a very slim chance that I could fall off that thing, though. You're like definitely it, I mean, it's like a small it. hole. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> it does look like there's safe. There's safeguards there American now. Man falls I mean, to his death. Doesn't get to run marathon. <laughs> hey, does that count? What? Oh, if you fall, uh, if, you, if you fall from to your death from the bloody stone, do we still get your shit? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, we have yeah, the that, attention that of others. Counts. Then that still counts. All right. Yeah, it's if I die get, while I'm over there, you I'm get need my that shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you. Uh, I I think next time too, I'll I'll will off my Powerball numbers. I've been playing them now for a long time, so eventually they should get some winnings out of them. Occasionally, I get you know the Powerball right, but <laughs> I mean they. It's been a long time, and the full numbers haven't hit. So how many numbers have you had hit? Uh, only like two. I've never had four dollars. The most I've won is for getting the Powerball. I haven't had enough to for the next one up. So, I mean, it's going to hit at any point. <laughs> at least one of the other, maybe not the jackpot, but I'm bound to get, you know. The odds should be getting better <laughs> that I might win something. I can't stop now because, you know, if those numbers hit and I didn't play it. You're getting your practice right now, right? You're practicing. <laughs> then, I, then I'm going to have to fucking jump off the cliffs of mower because, like, what the fuck, man? Somebody else won my jackpot. And I just wouldn't. <laughs> It'd just be a sad day. That would suck ass, man, if I forgot to get the Powerball numbers and then I saw the jackpot was my numbers. I did just read a thing, too, that Illinois is bankrupt and that – uh they haven't been paying uh, their lottery winners. Ouch. They were like, hey, we can't pay you. <laughs> so, like, how would that be? Like, how you go and you get, you fucking get that winning ticket. You get that Powerball, and it's like, fuck yeah. You go into work. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Now I'm going to go shit on the boss's desk. <laughs> then you go up to the uh, lottery office to claim your winnings. And, like, well, that, I mean, that would be, uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be the Powerball, though. Oh no! It said Powerball too. For some reason, I guess I guess because that's where you claim it at. I don't know. Depending on what state you're playing it in, because yeah, I thought that was a little weird. But I mean, maybe the article had it wrong. But it, apparently, it's because yeah, Powerball is like across the the country. But I Pretty I don't much, yeah. I don't know how that Most stuff works. Like participate in it. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess it's I guess it's not all states participate in it. They have to draw the money from the states that do. But yeah, I yeah. guess I get that. But uh, <sighs> yeah, you you know you tell whatever you win, you you go and tell tell the whole crew to fuck off at work, and 
They you know, eat your ass. The other thing I don't get about Illinois and other states that do this, Illinois is one of those states that if you win the lottery, you have to tell. Oh, like, yeah? You have, you know, oh, that's it shitty. It to be public. Yeah, I don't think like, I want it public. Fuck? I do not want it public. <laughs> sure, I don't think it's like that in Missouri. I'm pretty sure Missouri you can stay yeah. anonymous. I don't want people knocking on my door. That's what I mean. Like, what the fuck? I'm just going to stop doing this. And <laughs> so if this, if this podcast just immediately stops at some point, yeah, I probably won the lottery. So, <laughs> Yeah, I've never understood states that require you to not yeah. be in you know, like Yeah, apparently they've taken that money that was in for those to pay the lotto winning, winnings to pay for other stuff in the state, and then they're just not paying the people that have won the lottery. And they just keep telling, well, we don't have the authority to give you that money. <laughs> it's like what they're being told. So it's like a bunch of people are suing the state because they're not getting their lotto I was say, I was like, there's got to be something that people can do. Yeah, well, I mean, they're eventually going to have to pay them this money. I don't know when that's going to happen, but like, yeah. <laughs> Like the state right now, though, is just like, nah, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but that would just suck. Just like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck you. And God damn it. I got to still fucking get make a living. God damn it. That'd be a pisser. And, or do you just say, fuck everything? Like, I don't care. Whatever. I just won't pay any bills until I get this lot of things. <laughs> I guess you could do yeah, that. I know, a guy, eventually, I know a guy that... Uh... Won the uh, five thousand dollars a week, yeah, for the rest of your life. He won it years back, two years back, and uh, they gave him a voucher for you know just saying that he won and everything. And I guess it automatic your credit score goes automatically to the highest it can go. Yeah, but he just went down to a car lot with the voucher, and they gave him a car. <laughs> nice. That's pretty interesting. I quit yeah. my job for five thousand a month the rest of my life. You a quit week? your job? For, a for week. <laughs> a week, man. Oh, a week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 5, like, a week. I'd quit my job right now if I got thirty grand. The <laughs> 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 Like five five thousand a week, I'd be like, oh yeah, there's no thinking about it. <laughs> it was like this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I, although I thought though, like before, like if I won the lottery, like I maybe I would show up to work. Maybe I wouldn't tell everybody immediately that I won the lottery or whatever, you know. But I'd I'd go ahead and quit. But just like I'd stick it out those I'd couple weeks and do nothing till I have money that I have access. Oh to. yeah, I'd, I I would wait just for that to make sure. Just to make sure the state. Well, I would be really excited for the day that I can just <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, shit everywhere. Be like, I don't care. Send me to jail. I, I got money. Little, I I, I, I'll take a lawsuit. Cool. Yeah, fuck I can him. afford it. Because <laughs> you know what, money is freedom. That's the truth of this world. The more money you have, the more free you are. <laughs> You can get away with murder if you have enough money. It's also the cure for AIDS. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's a magical thing that money is. Good, good stuff. 
have sex with I haven't anybody. heard uh, <laughs> I have not heard anything more on this Charlie Sheen thing either, so I'm beginning to wonder. Yeah, yeah, I looked that up whenever you told me you were uh apparently it, it the rumor has it that Charlie Sheen has AIDS. HIV. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh whoa. yeah, HIV, sorry. Sorry. Ru- well, I said rumor anyway. Well, what it, <laughs> yeah. does that really shock you that it would be Well, no, <laughs> but it's not like in a I haven't in seen way, any like reputable way, sources. In a way though. it in a way it kind of does because How? because of the business. Let me explain. <laughs> because of the business that he's in, like if if you're a member of SAG and shit like that, you can't hide that stuff. They, you know, that's coming under their insurance. So there's no hiding that. So that's what leads me to believe it could be just somebody trumping up shit. Yeah. And there's been no comment. Like, he would, I don't see him not making, you know, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Only only sites I really saw anything about that on were, like, sites that were questionable. <laughs> like, I didn't even been, see it on TMZ. There's been plenty of publications now that have said. Didn't see it on The Onion, they, did you? That it's just a no. rumor, and that the New York Post, the person that they got this from, is not a credible source. Yeah. But what gets me is there's been no comment from, you know, the Sheen. Yeah. I also saw some site too that saying he was making Platoon Two, <laughs> one of the sites that he was that was claiming that he has AIDS. Like, why would you make a sequel to Platoon with old Charlie Sheen? He's clearly not Nam anymore, and <laughs> so then why would it be Platoon? Well, the, other, the other thing too is he has he's fucked a lot of celebrities, so you would think at this point, you know, one of them would be like, "Hey, I've got HIV." Yeah, yeah. They'd be all kinds of telling how horrible a person Charlie Sheen is, exactly, <laughs> or the normal. <laughs> uh, I'd still do him though I mean he was in Platoon I'll take AIDS from Charlie Sheen Or HIV I mean <laughs> Dude, he, he, he was on the set of Apocalypse Now I'd do him just for that I, I've like One thing that's really cool with Charlie uh, I listened to an interview on Jay Moore's podcast With Charlie Sheen And the guy really does actually love movies Like he loves like the like yeah. him talking about like Apocalypse Now and being on set with his dad. His dad had a heart attack uh, during the filming of that, and uh, part of his rehab was like uh, playing uh, catch with Charlie. So he would play catch with him all the time, and that was uh, like why Charlie loved like baseball so much. But I mean, he and when he talks about like Apocalypse Now, man, he's just like like a kid, <laughs> just excited. He's got a bunch of like props and shit from uh, Apocalypse Now, <clears throat> but I, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucked up movie. That's a great movie, man. Oh, I, I did I not that. say that. I love. That I know movie. it is fucked up, and it is great. <laughs> it's a great fucked up. <laughs> Just watched it not too long. That's like ago. one of the last movies where Marlon Brando like actually put in effort. <laughs> I think I don't know. I, get, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Effort he's not. It's not like he's really in it that long either. But it, I guess he really is just Brando. It's just that the freakiness that was Brando by that point worked good for that movie. Does I don't Brando know that, ever have any scenes where he's actually active? Yeah, well, he was when a he was great younger, actor, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just I could, you know, I could have. Well, been he was really good looking too. I mean, yeah, like in his early days, man. 
Like he's Stella. Yeah, back in the streetcar name. We're talking like the fifties, but <laughs> Dude, on the waterfront, man, that's a great movie. Yeah. Just by the time like the eighties and nineties rolled around, like he really <laughs> he was just cashing checks. Well, I mean, even uh, you know, The Godfather, it's it's fantastic. And he's not in that movie that much either. Yeah. He's yeah, I love how he shoved like orange slices in his cheeks yeah. to like focus <laughs> his cheeks out like that. <laughs> like that's an odd decision. <laughs> yeah, they put like he he was like drooling all over the place too, so they'd they'd shove gauze and Kleenex in there to absorb the <laughs> 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 Uh, it was a weird guy, <laughs> but it worked out. I mean, the, like a, he had his own island. <laughs> he was like Apocalypse Now. I've heard that, like, he was just fucked up. Like they were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and he would change lines and shit, just like, and they're like, "Okay, it's Brando." I guess we got to do that. <laughs> Uh, I would have loved to see like all the extra shit that was filmed in uh, the island of Doctor Moreau, though. <laughs> that seems like that would have been an awesome movie to just been an extra on. <laughs> Him just demanding that Fruza Balk put ice on his head inside that hat. Morphe <laughs> uh, was getting an erection off that. I'm just really enjoying that. Oh yeah, put that ice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was uh, reading an, uh, an interview with Will Smith. Yeah, he was talking about uh, the uh, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He goes, you know, we shot that movie, and he goes, I didn't meet Jared Leto until like six weeks after the movie was done. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was like all blue screen. Well, no, <laughs> no, he, um, no. When the the first day he Will Smith showed up on set, he went up to Jared Leto and was oh, like, "Hey, what's okay. up? I'm Will Smith." And Jared Leto turned around and looked at him and went, "Hi," you know, in the Joker voice. He's like, "I'm the Joker." And Will Smith's <laughs> like, oh, 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 "That's funny." And Jared Leto's like, "What's so funny about it?" It <laughs> <laughs> like never broke character. Like they went out to lunch and sh- like never broke character. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "We go to the premiere, and uh, it, was, it was like in France or some somewhere because they went to a premiere for the the movie." And uh, oh, it was uh, it was for Cannes. That's what it was, it was for the yeah, Cannes yeah. Film Festival. And he goes, and he comes around the corner, and he didn't say anything. And Jared Leto walks up to him. And he goes, "Hey, what's up? I'm Jared Leto. How are you?" And he like <laughs> introduced himself to Jada. And he's just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he said he threw a party too, like a cast party after it was over, and invited like the whole fucking like not just the cast, but like everybody that worked on the movie. Like, yeah, so all the grips and two hundred some fucking people, right? Yeah. And they show up at his house, and, you know, Will Smith is like, oh, this guy, you know, he's probably just, you know, just this immaculate house and everything. No, it's an apartment. Co- it was basically Southwind. Like, he had it up <laughs> with no, no furniture. He had, like, cheap dollar store decorations up and everything. For the- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> He's like trying to shove 200 people into a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> I guess he felt like he had to beat the only way he could beat like Heath Ledger. The performance in The Dark Knight was to just go full bore. Well, um, Matthew McConaughey said the same thing about him in uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Like, he didn't meet Jared Leto until that movie was long over. <laughs> I was like, God damn. So I wonder when he's the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, if like he's just if he's doing a character for that, too. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> When he did the street, Steve Prefontaine movie, was he still in character as Steve Prefontaine? <laughs> was he running everywhere he went at suicide pace? <laughs> well, then I started, I was like, well, he made that fucking movie where he played uh, Mark David Chapman. Oh, did he? Like, I wonder. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> he? <laughs> yeah, he put on all kinds of weight and everything, dude. <laughs> That's fucked up. He's a guy that doesn't have to do that stuff too. It's the funny part about that. I mean, he like thirty seconds to Mars. I'm sure makes some good money and stuff. It's not like he's <laughs> just, I guess, really into it. <laughs> That's just what he likes to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could ever do that if I was an actor. Just be in character all the time. But yeah, they- a lot of the cast from Suicide Squad now said some weird shit about him. Like during the filming, like they got the chick that plays Harley. Yeah, I can't remember what. I think it was like dead bats or something like that. He sent her a, a package. It was like a, just a box of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> Sandra. And it was like laughing you know, gas. It didn't say Jared Leto either. It said the Joker on it. God damn! <laughs> Where do you just get dead bats too? He probably had to pay some. Did he? Was he in character so bad that he went and killed some bats and put them in a box? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, holy shit! Or did he pay somebody to get him some dead bats? I don't care where you get them. There is a uh, company that you can call that will actually send shit to somebody for you. Yeah. Oh. For twenty dollars, you can send me uh, a box of shit. I could probably do it for less. I could just shit in a box and send it to well, you. Well, that too. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't mind getting dirty. <laughs> watch, watch your meal from now. On. <laughs> do do I get to like? Do I get to like choose what kind of shit? Like, do do they have like? I'm not sure. Sample shit because like I don't want just like some little pebbles. You know, I want I want a monster shit in that box. Horse shit? No, I don't want horse shit. I want real pe- like people shit, and I want it. You know, it's not the same though. If it's if it's been a few days, you know, it needs to be fresh. So I think the best if you really want to show well, somebody what if that you they care, seal it? they could just have stockpiles of sealed shit. I mean, I guess it would stay kind of like moist. I want it to stay moist and like it in in hot. Oh. I want it to stay moist and hot. Ah, that's the fucking word of the day, buddy. Moist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I would be worried about the shit being dried up and not not as good when it got to somebody. I'd oh, want it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to Believe get the full me. flavor. 
Now, believe me, the same thing is going to happen regardless of if wet <laughs> shit or dry if, if shit. If you want that, I think you're going to have to deliver the package yourself. That's what I was thinking. If you want to show somebody you really care, don't buy shit from somebody else. Give them your own shit. That's what I say. Shit in their front yard. Oh, no, I'll shit it in a box, and then I'll just immediately bring the box to the house. It's like it's like the league. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just shit here? Uh man, dude, I just watched that. Uh, finally got around to watching that episode when uh, Randy met Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> that is good stuff. So last uh, year, when I told you to take care of my grandmother, did you set her on fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the best thing, dude. That fucking Cherokee is just burning. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What are they doing? This was another. This was worth the Grand Canyon. We're jerking off across America to her. <laughs> I love how, it. how he uh, just fucking how it starts with Rafi's just like a sane guy and like uh, got a family, loving family, and all that stuff, and then <laughs> <laughs> then Randy just knocks his accidentally knocks his friend off the building onto Rafi's family and kills them all. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so beautiful about that. I mean, that is that is a hardcore friendship that is built from that. I mean, how can you beat that? The guy <laughs> killed his family. I mean, have you seen uh, any of the new seasons? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I still it's haven't seen good. all of the last season yet. And, and I've I've been hesitant. You know, it's still weird watching it, knowing that uh, the whole nine eleven bit. <laughs> yeah, I I finally watched the season. And uh, it was a little weird watching it. Because, uh, it, 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 for one, he's just so dominant in the show, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's such... he Out of all the guys, too, which isn't saying much, but, like, all the guys... He's more... Well, maybe Andre's more straight-laced, but, like, he's more... <laughs> more of a normal one, like, on the show. He's not, like, the... <laughs> like, most insane. Obviously... <laughs> They're all pretty crazy. Dude, uh, on, th- on this season, Taco comes up with his own, uh, like his own Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> and he like cancels all of their fucking like cable and satellites and all that shit. He's like, but yeah, you guys signed up for EBDB Prime. EBDB. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is that? He's like, well, let me. He goes, for example, we have exclusive content that no one else has. He goes, let me put in the video. He goes, all right, I'm Taco. Today I'm going to make tacos. It's Taco making tacos. Mm, Taco on tacos. (laughs) He, like, cuts off the game like they're watching, too. And he's like, yeah, I noticed you guys haven't paid your EBDB Prime bill. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Pete's like, how do we opt out? And he's like, well, you have to go online, fill out the survey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate that a lot of times. To get rid of some some things, you gotta a- answer all these fucking questions just to say no. I don't want this anymore. But why? Why don't you want this anymore? You must have this. Don't you realize we're gonna give you an even bigger discount for the next month if you just hit no to not canceling this. <laughs> 
good luck finding the cancel button too. Shit. Yeah, they, they don't exist. That thing's, that thing's buried. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't remember to put the code in for that one. There was no programmer that day. No programmer. Oh, and uh, this season too, um, uh, Andre starts going out with uh, what's his face's ex-wife from like the first season. Oh yeah, nice. Mark Duplass's character, nice. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. And they find out that her and Andre are the exact same person, basically. Yeah, nice. I, I love when Andre was almost going to get married. <laughs> uh, I forgot what ended that. <laughs> there was a whole, yeah. I would like to see Jean Lejoie. Like live, that'd be a good show. Yeah, he's he's great on the last. There's a lot more of him on this last season. Yeah, does he do any more songs on there? Yeah, he, that's what I mean. They they do a real, they kind of do a throwback for the first season. Yeah, because like he he had, like uh, the last few seasons he hadn't really done much music on there. Yeah, he does a few songs. And he, he does a song about taco making tacos. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. That's good. Good to have that for exclusive content for well, EBD. A lot of his. Well, I was going to say, that's a lot of his exclusive material, is him fucking singing songs. <laughs> and he gets, a, he gets a job as some mascot or whatever. And uh, they, oh, uh, it's fucking like Ruxin's boss or whatever needs uh, somebody to do a kid's party. And they end up hiring Taco, and he's trying to like talk him out of it. And he's like, "You don't want to hire this guy." <laughs> <laughs> and then he ends up he does the party, and then like after the party, he's going around asking the kids for all their phone numbers, and the parents are like, "What? What do you want my, do you want my child's phone number for?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, here, EBDB." We <laughs> they're like, "What?" <laughs> Like the next scene, he's got like twelve kids doing fucking manual labor for him, climbing <laughs> ladders, painting houses. <laughs> uh, yeah, child labor is pretty funny. I mean, it's just a riot. That child labor, and then they they go back like near the end of the season, they go back to the whole shitting in the yard thing. Ruxton fires his fucking. Uh, Gardener, because he, he's like, you've been shitting in the yard. And he's like, no, no, I have not been shitting in the yard. <laughs> like the end of the show, uh, Pete is fucking dying. He ends up having to take a shit, and he's got to shit. He shits in the same place that the other guy did. Yeah. So the Mexican sees him, and uh, Taco comes around the corner, and he's like, whoa, this will be good for EBDB Prime. He goes, I'll record this, and he's like, what are you recording this for? The Mexican's like, I got fired because you've been shitting in the yard. <laughs> they grabs a hold of Pete, and they're fighting each other, rolling around in each other's shit. <laughs> Taco's just recording the whole thing. <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, I, I think... We're... They, they're, they're, I was going to say, there's an episode, too, with uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And... Like him and Taco are sitting on these folding chairs, and I can't remember like the context or whatever. But Taco's like, "No, no, you." Sh-. Oh, he's like, <laughs> Taco's like, "Hey, pass me a beer." 
Rock's not Lynch is like, no, no, why don't you walk it over to him? <laughs> he goes, no, it'd be better. He goes, it'd be better if he passed it to me. He goes, no, for real. He could just he could just hand it to you. Snap, <laughs> no, no, pass it. So fucking it, Ruxin passes it, and of course he drops it and it shatters. <laughs> and he looks at Marshawn Lynch and he goes, "Yeah, I probably should have just handed it off." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the dumbest play in Super Bowl history. <laughs> Seahawks had that shit. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is like, "I'm right here. I can just grab the beer." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just sad. Well, I think we're good here. <laughs> right on. Did you have anything else you really wanted to? Uh, no, not really. No, not really. Right on. We're going to have to get together soon and touch tips. Yeah. I want to do another uh, pitch episode where we pitch another movie, which we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, I want to uh, get, uh, I'll play next weekend. I'll be out there. And, um, like I said, I want to bring Cam with me. Yeah. So. Be great because we got some. He's excited. We got some good stuff, some good movie ideas that all those Hollywood execs are just gonna love. Oh, dude! And when I texted you last night, I remember we were watching a bad movie, and it made me think of, oh, dude, there's this fucking. You gotta hear this. So he listened to the uh, Face Off. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> that that podcast is good. That how did, how did this get made with Paul Shear from the league and and fucking. Uh, Jason Manzouk is also from the league, Rafi. Yeah. With uh, Paul's wife, June Diane Raphael. It's it's good stuff. Get to learn fun facts about movies like Face Off and Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Well, it's it's been real fun. Uh, I'm going to go go home, take a shit. I've got the house all to myself tonight, so I can jerk off wherever Ooh. I want to. Jerk time. Yeah, jerking it, jerking it, jerking it. But I already did earlier, so it's kind of like, nah. So I'll probably just play Metal Gear. But I could do it naked. <laughs> of course, I could do it naked nice. naked anytime anyway because, you know, it's in my room. But I could run through the house naked, I guess, if I wanted to. But So I got that going for me. <laughs> now it just seems kind of depressing. <laughs> the more I think about it. <laughs> You can probably run through the house naked anyway. That wouldn't be good. I wouldn't want to do that with the children there. <laughs> that that's just not appropriate. I'm not I'm not Sandusky man. Well, you don't have to fuck them. Nobody's <laughs> telling you. It just seems wrong. It just seems wrong. <laughs> They're naked practically every time I come over. So <laughs> they're not as bad now. They're a little bit older now. They're, they haven't been. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll see like Ben though, like uh, put his hand oh, down his underwear and like into his butt or something though. And it's like, dude, come on, dude, get your hand out of your butt. Like, come on. Like, just. I guess there is a bit of freedom that children have that adults just don't have. All right. Well, as always, that's a good wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs> <laughs>